why we're here today to tell you about how amazing Viking Strong Resistance Bands are. They can be found at our website. Now, let's describe them. They are stretchy and they are squishy. They can be used for many different exercises. Yes, Viking Strong Resistance Bands are used to do more challenging squats, arm stretches, and much more. You can stretch them a lot. Please check out Viking Strong Resistance Bands on our website, www.wildernesslaw.us. When being strong isn't enough, be Viking Strong! There you go. Tristan, you want to read your commercial you wrote? It's good. All items at the Indian Mound Farmer's Market are from local sources. It's also a place to meet some really nice and fun people and bond as a community. It's fresh. All the delicious things at the market are items local farmers bring in from this season's harvest. Awesome products like eggs, pickles, they're the only pickles we buy, honey from Jackass Honey Farms, and jellies and jams. It's fun. They have arts and crafts, fashion accessories, and helicopter rides. Yeah, come on out to Liberty Hill, Texas, and check out Indian Mound Ranch Farmer's Market. Welcome to Season 3 of the Wilderness Law Podcast. Yay! Uh, mine. The expensive ones that Angu bought are messed up. Hold on. And it's been a while since we've done a podcast. It's hard to do now. Y'all got stuff to do every day. Pretty much every day. So I think we're going to start doing them on Wednesdays before Marion's piano. Because it's the only time we can. I don't know why you're doing that weird mind. You can't do it on Friday. Well, I don't want to do it on Friday. We always have stuff to do on Friday. Plus it's birthday. Come on. Just this Friday. We're doing... It's Wednesday this week. We're doing a podcast right now. Daddy. Mm-hmm. When are we going to... Remember last year when we did a, one of my birthday podcasts? Yeah. I don't think we're going to do... I mean, we'll, we might... We're going to talk... We're already talking about your birthday <laughs> on the podcast. What do you turn, like 37? And honey and seven. Well... Your brother is horrible. What? I didn't turn it to myself. I turned it to Marion. Yeah, but you made a ton of noise on the microphone. Flip the switch on your headphones. Other side. Don't take them off. It's very simple. Even a Tristan can do it. Wait, I could still hear stuff when they were off. It gives you more bass. More low end. Ooh. Yeah, a little bit. Not a ton. It's not like... Or, you know, hip-hop club or anything. So, what do you think about my fly fishing rod setup? It's very long. It's very... I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what it means in parts, but not all together. All right, y'all are weird. Josie, bring us in. Welcome to the Wilderness Law Podcast featuring Tristan, Marion, Lane, Slash Daddy, and... Jojo. The birthday girl. <laughs> All right. But that's on fighting. So this is a sequel podcast. Uh, I've only, I've still only released the first half of the essay writing podcast because, honestly, it was, 
insanely boring. The first one. I mean, it's. I thought it would be cool because we'd be talking about, uh, you know, two of my favorite things: outdoors and the writing process. But just listening to do two dudes actually write something is not fun. So I may post the second half at some point. I don't know. Mostly though, we need to get finished writing the second essay, and then you can present it on the podcast and we'll put it out as a blog too but we also got to do it here in like the next couple days because the thing the applications do uh well yeah next week middle of next week daddy you need to lower my thing because when i sit on my bottom i just that's as low as it goes I might have to get you a different kind uh, that has like an arm that'll dip down. The microphone. We're talking about Josie's microphone stand. It uh, sitting on top of my desk, and with her sitting in a chair, she's too short to easily. She has to sit on her knees to get up to the level of the microphone. Because she is tiny. Even when I sit like this, I'm just like that. Okay, so the last podcast that we did all together was about what? Do y'all remember? Um, essay. Stop eating. And get on the microphone. Essay. No, y'all weren't here for this. It was it was the, the hunting. Hunting. Yes. What? In different states, elk. There in different you go. States. Elk hunting. We we're talking. Each y'all chose a state. Stop with the piece of paper. We'll get to the pieces of paper in a minute. Mm. So. Yeah, each of you chose a state, do y'all? And then y'all did some research, and I went through it, and then and I kind of cleaned it up and organized it into this fancy Excel spreadsheet. I'm scared. So now, open yours. Open your pieces of paper. I, I did research. Let's pretend that you did. Yeah. I'm well, scared. While they were researching while we were doing the ill-fated essay, con- essay podcast. Wait. Okay, so I made it simple. I printed out the spread. Everything's all-inclusive. And I also have pronghorn on the spreadsheet, but we're not going to talk about that. But so, Josie, you picked Colorado. Yep. I picked New Mexico. Uh, Marion picked ne- Nevada. Yeah. And Tristan, you picked Arizona. I, yeah, but then yeah, it, the deadline passed. Like I forgot, I forgot how crazy early their their deadlines in like January. So if we're gonna start putting in for Arizona, we need to remember that for next year. And so you, I told you that, and you swapped Arizona out for Montana, and then I have a bonus one on here of Wyoming. Primarily for pronghorn, which is good because the deadline for elk has passed already for Wyoming. But, so we're going to have some... Let me, wow, that's a lot of money. Mine's almost there. Oh, there's a lot of money involved in hunting and non-resident tags. How much so, is it for a resident tag? I, a lot less in all these... In a hundred percent of these states. So, like, it could be like, for a resident tag, it could be like the normal price for like a, a whole hunting license for us with tags and stuff. 
Uh, usually, some states it's more than that. Some states it's less. So if you're a resident in like a place, maybe you get an oak tag for like fifty dollars, a cow oak tag. Some places, yeah. Yep. That's cool. It's like uh, I know, like Cameron Haynes said when he started hunting elk, which was the seventies. Uh, a bull bull elk tag in Oregon was twenty five dollars. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Can you hand me my water? And he was young enough yeah. that that was a lot of money to him, you know, because he was high school. I remember twenty bucks being a lot of money to me. Twenty you... bucks is an insane amount of money. So, all right, let's see. Do we want the birthday girl to go first? No, yes. the not the one that's farthest away. Or should away the from birthday the... girl go last so we can save the cutest for last? It's like save the best for last. Uh, save the best for last. I'll, I'll go last. All right. You, you'll go what? Last. You'll go last? All right. Marion and Josie. Who wants to go first? Marion and Tristan. Uh, Whatever yeah. your name yeah, is. Oldest to youngest. So what are we going to be What are we going to Psychologically? Yes. So Marion? Yeah. <laughs> no. Physically. Um, All right. Tristan, you're going to get to go first. Some of mine. Okay. So I kind of broke these down. Y'all got a lot of this information, but yeah, so each state has the state and then it's listed by. Some of them have, some states have, uh, all of them have tag fees, like the actual tag. That's a Western style thing. We don't do that in Texas except for on special hunts. In most Western states, they do that on all big game, right? Mm-hmm. So the tag itself, what you tag the animal with, you can only buy one at a time to some degree. And uh, that's, and that, so that one tag you bought is the one animal you're allowed to kill that year. If you don't kill anything by the time the season's over, that tag is just something cool to keep in a wallet or throw in the trash or to eat tag soup is what. That's often called. Sadness. Um, well, we've done it. I got a tag soup tag from from Elk uh, two years ago when we went. We should put it on the wall. In my wallet. We should frame it. Well, I'd What's like to elk? keep track of them. What's yeah. Elk soup? That's the tag soup. So the, so the paper tag. Stop eating? Yeah, I did tell you to stop eating. So the actual t- the paper tag... It, the joke is you didn't kill anything, so you're if you want to eat, you gotta take your tag and put it in some water and make soup out of it. That's the joke, right? So a lot of times on a closing day, uh, hunting season, you'll see hunters posting on Facebook, putting their tag into like a pot of boiling water, and throw it in a frying pan or something. So anyway, so I have application fees, license fees, then the tag fee, right? It's funny because Colorado... Wait, never mind. That's not my place to talk. Well, we'll, we'll get into it. We can talk about it. Um, and that's the deal. So some of them have application fees. Some of them don't. Some of them, they might have them, and I couldn't find it because they're all... Every website on this is organized a little bit different. And sometimes it's like, you know, they've explained 
like application and or license fees in different earlier parts of the booklet that that state puts out or the website or whatever. And it's like reference so, to. So sometimes, yeah, like I we could put this out and if we ever got feedback, it would be super awesome if we got feedback from listeners because I have no idea. If, I mean, we have all these stats. I have no idea if people are actually listening. Because uh, I'd like to people to tell me when I'm wrong about stuff because I know we're wrong about stuff um, anyways like this so some of these like the tag fee probably includes like let's say Colorado we're going to do no we're going to do who first me you you are Montana, Montana. Montana. so that $888 for a tag fee Right, that's 888 bucks to kill a bull elk, right? So, for all I know, that $10, there's a $10 application fee that's just for processing the actual application, and then there's $15 for a license, hunting license, right? For all I know, those, both of those numbers are already included in the 888, but I couldn't find anything that told me one way or the other, right? But so... Uh, assuming you're drawn so that I'm I, I like put a deal in here where it uh, I think it just adds yeah it adds all those together so I have an if drawn total so that's what you'd be out of pocket if you did draw and in some states uh, you give them the money before and if you're not drawn they send you the money back and some it's you just all you, the only money you're out is like the hunting license fee and the application fee, and then if you draw, then you got to pay them the tag fee, the eight hundred bucks or whatever, right? And the only one I know for sure how they do it is New Mexico, All right? So, Josie, if I put in for New Mexico. I see that seven hundred and seventy-three dollar tag fee in New Mexico. Um, I do. Right there. Yeah. So I have to send them seven hundred and seventy-three dollars plus six sixty-five dollars plus thirteen bucks. I got to send them all that. So eight hundred fifty-one dollars. I have to send to the state of Nevada or no New Mexico. And they keep it until the draw happens. And if I don't get drawn, like last year we put in for it, didn't get drawn. So if I got, if I don't get drawn, then they refund me the money. But so I have those months where I'm that money's just absent from my bank account. Isn't it called Nevada? Nevada. Not according to Remy Warren, who lives there. He lives in Reno. He says. I've always called it Nevada. It's me too. He says people who aren't from there call it Nevada, and people who are from there call it Nevada. I don't know. Maybe Nevada. it's the Nevada, Nevada, and like I don't know, like something. What? Nevada and accent. Yeah, Nevada accent. Stop talking, girls. I don't. What what about Nevada? Uh, oh, are you, you're saying Nevada is because of their accent? I don't know. I know. I just know it's the way they pronounce that one word. 
Do they even have an, a different accent than us? They'll have a different accent than us because we're Southern and Texan. We're not exactly Southern. Yeah, we are. We're the yeah. we're the most southern state, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Florida is a little bit more south, the t- you know, because of the Keys and stuff. But I don't honestly. I should know that, and I don't. Uh, but that's not what makes us the South. Is it my From, turn? Stop. Are you paying attention? Sorry. The Civil War is what makes us the South, sort of. When the you know, you know, the United States before the Civil War happened, it was basically everything from the East Coast, like New York and Florida and all that, all the way to Texas, right? We didn't have anything wet, any of the things that we call the West now, like Arizona, California, Washington. None of that was part of the United States yet. Exactly. I mean, it was, but... They were territories. You didn't really care. Yeah, they hadn't made it into states yet. Uh, and in fact, that's a big part of the Civil War is they were fighting over Kansas, uh, whether or not Kansas was going to be a slave state. And the South made all their money from farming, right? What, and they used slaves for farming, so that's a very oversimplified way of saying that this, that's why the South wanted slavery and the North didn't, right? Um, but so even, so back then that was called the North, we were called the South, and then the Civil War happened, and there was an actual border drawn between North and South called the Mason-Dixon Line. And so that kind of set in concrete what's called the North and the South, which is funny because it doesn't involve anything, any of the states that were added after that. So even though Arizona stopped kicking the desk, even though Arizona touches the southern border, you wouldn't call it a southern state. You'd you'd call it a western state. Yeah, and some call it southwest. New Mexico, Arizona... And then some people lump Texas in the Southwest, but I don't. Because uh, people from the Southwest put corn in their salsa, mm. according to what's called Southwestern salsa at the grocery store. And it's disgusting. Well, it's just like beans and chili. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. People like don't. You're just taking something uh, good uh, and you're just throwing extra crud in there to make it. Yep, that, Better quotations. That just means her mama didn't know how to cook. So, all right, application due date. Tristan, so your total out of pocket if drawn for one bull elk tag is how much? Uh, $913. And when would is the application due? The application is due... Uh, the November, not nope. November. What is it? What day is that? What month is that? Three. What month are we in? March. March. March 15th, 2018. So that's next week. That's the same day that the application is due for Texas Brigades. Okay. I love, I like, I like Montana more than Texas Shh. Brigades, so. Um. Okay, so your your bull elk in Montana is nine hundred thirteen dollars and is due next week. Uh, Marion, okay. you have Nevada. Nevada. Yep. You know what? Just for fun, I'm gonna do the bonus one. 
the Wyoming deadline passed at the beginning of February, uh, but it was quite a bit cheaper. Quit, Marion, you're rattling that paper on the microphone. Oh. Josie, you are too. Okay, but it is a lot cheaper. It's over $200 cheaper for a bullout tag. You know, all in 707 bucks, right? That ain't bad. No. What is the application cost? Oh, never mind. Yeah. I see, I see. Like, Nevada's the only one I couldn't find a specific cost related to that. Okay, now, Marion, let's talk about Nevada. Why don't, so... Montana is 913 bucks due in March. Wyoming, zero. Wyoming is 707 bucks due a month ago. Nevada, the application fee is zero, according to what I could find, but the hunting license costs how much? Um. The license fee is what it's listed as. Do you see how that works? Um. It's nine hundred, mm -mm. no, one hundred ninety-nine dollars and yeah. zero cents. There you go. And then, so the tag for a bull elk is how much? Um, one thousand two hundred dollars. Yep. Yeah. So compare that to the other states we've already looked at. It's pretty expensive. Yeah, very expensive. But, but the application cost and the app fees are very cheap yeah it costs nothing yeah but the tag is so expensive it kind of makes it and then okay so and now my if and then it's total. and then it's due on uh, middle of april their yep. applications are due yep. in nevada april 16th all right and then i'll do new mexico and then we'll go to Josie. So New Mexico, the tag fee plus you got to buy a $65, you got to pay the $13 license fee, tag fee, or hunting license is 65 bucks, and that's non-refundable, right? So that's why we went turkey hunting there because we had already put in and we didn't draw, but we already had almost $100 invested in it, so we went ahead and bought a turkey tag. So, but all together, app fee, license fee, and then the tag by itself is $773, which is less than Montana and more than Wyoming. Than Wyoming, but so all together, it's 851 bucks. Not bad, you know, it's just hard to get drawn there. Something I should, should have put on here is bonus points. Like, some of these states offer bonus points, and some of them don't. Like, New Mexico does not, mm -hmm. period. If you don't get drawn, it do doesn't matter. You're not helped in it. You have next year. Like, so the plus side of that is if you're brand new, like we were last year, you have just as good a chance as guys that have been putting in every year. The only way to get a better chance at drawing in New Mexico is to hire a guide before you put in and then you can put their enter their code and you if they're a guy that's based out of new mexico that uh that's like a state thing to promote the guide business right that's you, pretty cool yeah it's not a bad thing 
And then that's due. So New Mexico is due just a few days after. So it's middle of March, towards the end of March. And then we're gonna talk. So we're gonna talk to Josie about her tag fee, and then we're gonna say who's the best and who's the worst. Okay. So Josie, how much is you did? You got Colorado. Colorado is the only state on here that I know does preference one. Well, no, that's not true. Wyoming. Montana do them, but I don't know how they work, how their systems work. Colorado does them, though. Um, so, Josie, how much is your application fee? See where? Okay, look here. See that says app. That's application. So, application fee. That license, hunting license fee, is that line? Then your tag fee is that one. Okay. And then all together okay. is that one. Okay. So, Josie, how much is the application fee for Colorado? $13. And how much is the hunting license fee? The one under it, Jojo. $65. No, you're on. You're, I highlighted yours in green. If it ain't highlighted in green, I ain't asking you about it. $0. Yeah. And then, so the tag, the bull elk tag is how much? I'm going in order. Make it easier. $661. Okay, and so the total of all that is what? $674. Okay. And then it's due early April. Alright, so let's score two things right now. Marion, tell me who has the most expensive tag costs. Tag, application, everything all together. Who's um, the most expensive? Let me see. Who at Nevada? Marion? Me. So, what? Look at the if drawn total line. Okay. Look across it. Who has the most expensive total? I do. Nevada. Yeah, and how much was it? Um, $1,399. Mm-hmm. Now, who has the cheapest? Jojo. Yeah, Colorado. With 647. So out of the states that we have, which again, I'll recap, Colorado, New Mexico, Nevada, Montana, Wyoming. Col Stop doing that. Uh, so out of the states we have, Colorado is, by a decent margin, the cheapest tag altogether. Unless there's a hunting license fee that I missed out on. But I think that's right, and I think that's what I paid last time and there's includes fishing oh uh, cool so yeah. you can go fishing in the mountains too yeah I mean, that's like last time the only cost i could find online was at 661 or whatever it may have been different by a couple bucks or whatever uh but i already had my fishing license from when we went fishing that summer yeah so when i bought my elk tag it had that much knocked off of it you know 25 bucks or whatever okay 
Now let's look at app due dates. Because we want... I, this doesn't... We're going to say this. This isn't really a good range. As long as it's not passed, it's fine. There's not really... But... Mine's probably the worst since it's so close. Not really. Okay, so who's closest? Um, let me see. The app due dates. Uh, the season or app due date? App, app due, due date. date. Who's uh, due, due deadline, I guess you'd call it. Whose deadline is closest? Not counting Wyoming, who's already passed. Montana. Good job. And I'm going to call, yeah. Because... Um, it's hard to say. That's, that doesn't make it worse or better. So I'm just saying which one we have the most time and which one we have the least time. Because, yeah, you know. So which one do we have the most time on? Um, let me see. Um, mine. Mm. With Nevada. Nevada with um, uh, April 16th. Jo yeah. JoJo's is close because hers is April 3rd. Stop with the paper. JoJo. But Tristan's Open is your paper this month. Leave. But Tristan's is this month. Sorry. Leave it on the table. There's no reason for you to be playing with it. Oh, mine expires in like five seconds. Not expires, but the application is due. Is that easier? Okay. I'm glad we're recording. Oh my goodness. What if we weren't? I'd be so mad. Alright. So now what we're going to look at next is trophy potential. So you see where I put population stats? Yeah. Okay. So the bigger the number, see that T? There's an H on there, which is harvest potential. We can do that too. Uh, I probably should have made those separate lines but uh, for those I actually had to pick a specific game management unit which is not the whole state it's a chunk you see that map of Colorado up there uh, the one with purple on it yeah see so all of that is Colorado but those little chunks outlined in red those are game management units they're kind of like counties except they're not counties they're specifically for wildlife okay Okay. So, each and each one of those has different stats, and I got all of these off of GoHunt.com. I think. Yeah, GoHunt. So, on both of these numbers, the higher the number, the better it is for us. Uh, Montana, I don't know why, but they don't uh, publish harvest. Stats, I guess. I think maybe they keep track of it different than other states. I'm not real sure on that. Um, so we're gonna compare harvest percentages, and there's it's just not 100 non-applicable. No. What harvest? Uh, your chance at killing something. Um, is that is a way the, to translate. It's is that it's the percentage of licensed hunters that. Heart killed something last year. Um, is that the population stats? <laughs> yes. 
So the see the how the H has a percentage next to it. Um. Population yeah. stats H. H. So we're gonna just look at the H first, and then we're gonna do the T after. I'll, I'll explain why. Okay. So Tristan, you don't have any harvest stats. Marion, what's your percentage of harvest? Um, it says H thirty one. Yeah, harvest is thirty one percent. Uh, and so Nevada in the game management unit, we're looking at. I'll just pick kind of the best one due to a bunch of, and we're not going to give the name of the units over the podcast because if we end up hunting there, I don't want a thousand people showing up. It's not going to be. It's going to be like two people. Yeah. Well, remember last time? We didn't. It's not because we talked about it on the podcast. It just turned out it was a really popular unit. Uh, so, and I got New Mexico, and it's 17%. Uh, Josie, what, what, do you see what the number next to the H? Um, 25. Yeah, 25%. So, who wins that? Me, because I have 100%. Tristan has non-applicable. So, who wins that? Wyoming. I no. do. I do. Wyoming didn't get to compete. It's a bonus. Yeah, Marion wins it with 31%. Now, let's look at trophy potential. That's the bigger the number on this. This is the measurement of the racks on the bulls. Draw chances? No, this same population stats. See how there's an H and a, tw- and a percentage and then a T and there's so many inches? Like, for, for instance, Wyoming said, or well, let's say New Mexico since it's in the running. So Wyoming, we just said, has a harvest potential of 17%, but it has a trophy potential of 360 inches. That's pretty decent, right? Okay. What, what state has the biggest like, trophy? Well, we're about to find out. So, Josie, what's the trophy size in Colorado? 280. Yeah, 280 inches. And we already said 360 in New Mexico. Uh, Marion? 350. Tristan? 290. So what wins? Mm, New Mexico. New Mexico. Daddy. What, Joe? Yeah, Daddy. Yeah. And then... So let's see. So draw chances... This is like odds, like betting odds. So, because you're putting in, it's like a lottery. That's how drawing tags works. You give them your money, your application, you're in a stack of applications, and that's your chances of actually drawing something, right? So, one out of a billion. Let's start with Tristan. What are, and again, these are specific to the GMUs that we, that I picked, because. Don't say the GMU. We'd be here a thousand yeah, we'd hours be if I went through every GMU in every state, right? So I just picked one that looked the best. So Tristan, what is the percentage of uh, our chances of being drawn in Montana? 23%. 
Marion, yours is interesting. Do you see the percentage? No, it's actually 0.15. So it's less than 1%. (laughs) I know. It's... Nevada, I could have, I could have told you that before we got in. Nevada is famously difficult to draw a tag in. But they have big bucks. They have huge deer. Bulls. Or, um, bulls, yeah. And big uh, mule deer and all kinds of stuff. All right, squirrels. Uh, and then New Mexico, the unit I looked at has ten percent chance of getting drawn. And Josie, how much? What's our percentage in Colorado? Uh, thirty-three. Yeah, thirty-three percent. So who's which state is the worst? Mine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Marion. You're but the you kind of suck. But the worst person in this room is you. And, and which we one? All know it, hold Tristan. on, which one's the best? Me. Um. No. Yeah. Me. It's I always win. It's me. It's me. Yes. It's me. It's Josie me. has, with 33%, Josie wins. Colorado wins. <laughs> so, let's tally all this up. Jennifer so, wins. as far as the things we can compare, um, Montana Sucks. gets no points. <laughs> it, it, it should get points for prettiness because Montana is very pretty. Well, and part of the reason it got no points is the harvest number. We don't know what that is. It could be way better than these other states, but and we don't know. Yeah, I told Boo you, a Tristan. billion, billion percent, Stephen. And because Boo Tristan. <laughs> All right, and then so Nevada, it won on the harvest potential with thirty-one percent. So Nevada won the harvest potential. With 31%. So that's one mark for Marion State. New Mexico won on trophy potential. And and this is, again, hardcore oversimplification. Because to me, trophy potential, I don't care. But this is more kind of like fun for the podcast. Colorado, the birthday girl state... How many did it get? Three. Uh, well, I only have two. Uh, it won on draw chances and cheapest tag. But two puts it at 50% better than any other Well, state. but I, what I thought about, uh, what about the date? Eh. Wyoming is very close because it's already passed. Yeah, it didn't, yeah. Wait. Why is Nevada 416-1981? No. Yeah, my, yeah, it says 1981 on mine, too. I was too. probably telling I'm used to typing 1981 for a very specific reason. Yay, we get to go back to the 80s. There you go. I, lo- I like the 80s. You don't know anything about the 80s. I like the 80s. <laughs> so. I like colorful things. If you're calling these... You know, kind of even. Like, I wouldn't. I Harvest poten- potential is definitely a higher. Like, I would put more value on harvest potential than trophy potential, right? Uh, but, for the purposes of this, 
Um, and then I'd put like draw chances higher than all of that. So you're definitely not going to go to Nevada. Right. We're nev- we're not going to put it in, in Nevada. Especially since it has the most expensive ta- tags and the least likely for drawing because a point of 15. Mm-hmm. If you're used to it, then why am I the only one who has 1981? All the others say 2018. <laughs> yeah, I was just used to some muscle memory, I guess. Road. So. Road. But thank you for letting me go back to the 80s with you. So, who wins? Jojo. Jojo wins. Good, yay! Jojo gets all the prizes. So we're gonna put in in Colorado, and we're gonna put in in this specific unit that I have down here. Montana. Uh, well, you know, we're probably gonna put in in this unit, but we're gonna do another podcast when we where we are gonna talk about this unit and why we chose this unit. All right. We're not gonna say the name of the unit. Right, we're not going to say the unit. Stop. Okay. So, does all this kind of make sense? Yes. Clear as mud? Uh, It's like clear. All right, here, Jojo. It's clear as water after a storm. Look here. So these are all the tag prices in each state, right? Colorado was the cheapest. Here, let's try to. Right? Colorado was the cheapest, so Colorado gets a point. These, so these harvest potential. Nevada had the highest harvest potential, which is our chances of actually killing something. So Nevada gets a point. This is trophy potential, which is the chances that uh, are certain size of antlers, bigger antlers. And that is, uh, New Mexico won that. Daddy. Yeah. And so New Mexico gets a point. And then we drop down here to draw chances, which to me is, is actually the most important one. Uh, but Colorado wins that because it 33% is higher than all these other percentages, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That means it's got the highest likelihood of us actually drawing a tag. And so Colorado gets a point, and that means a total of two points for Colorado, which is higher than one for New Mexico and one for Nevada and zero for Montana, which means Colorado wins. Yay! Okay, what do I get? (laughs) Well, if we draw a tag and go, hopefully you would get... A toaster! A toaster. I don't know. Because you're a toaster, sure. Hopefully you would get elk meat. And, and I would get candy. <laughs> so we're just gonna give put you inside of a toaster. All right. So do you all. So does that give you all some kind of insight as to how you would break down which state you want to put in for? Yes. Yeah. Does that make it simple? Yeah. And so pretty much all, everything except for tag fees and stuff like that is on that GoHunt.com. Uh, the tag fee. Some of the tag fees are on there too. I wonder if there's any like I wonder if California is like 100% draw chances because nobody in California hunts because they're all hippies and liberals. Well, that's not exactly true because in outside of the metropolitan area there's tons of hippies and like red 
like Republican-ish, mm-hmm. like more conservative, uh, you know, country folk and stuff. The wine farmers. Right? They okay. make wine? Um, they make grapes. There's a lot of actual farming that happens. Remember, California's huge. California's yeah. the third largest state. After us. Yeah. And California has a lot in common with Texas, except for the politics. They used to be a country. And huge cities. They used to be a country? Yeah. The Republic of California? It, well, I don't think it was called that. I don't know what it was called. It wasn't like the Republic of... Marine. Nah, nobody really cared enough to fight a war over it. We did uh, acquire California through a war. The Mexican-American Yeah, war. but it was just locked in with a bunch of other stuff. It was like a bulk discount at it was, Sam, at, it uh, was Costco. Like, it was the, hey, it's the Costco, Marion? It's the Costco land, land grab deal. Yeah. All right. So we did a 45-minute podcast. Well, it won't be that once I cut out all the... Clicking and the screaming uh-huh. and the yelling and the JoJo. And the bad wordings. And the bad wording. And the entirety of JoJo. We just need to cut out all of JoJo. No. Yes. So JoJo, so, you turned 17? I turned 7. 47? 7. 79. Just 7. 77. Just Seven. One hundred and seven. Seven D. Seven. <laughs> D. And what's Mama bringing to school on your birthday? Cupcakes. With medicine. Turtles. In them. Shut up. She's bringing turtles. <laughs> turtles. Turtles. Yurtles. No, That's she's turtles. actually bringing cupcakes. Don't listen to the stupid ones. So what? What do you want for your birthday? Turtles. Um, turtles. <laughs> no, I want. Who doesn't want turtles? <laughs> Hmm. I want slime. Mm. I want these dolls that I like that Mama knows about. Uh, and little dolls. No. What, what about some uh, BB guns? Yeah. yeah. She already has one. Weird. Yeah, but who doesn't want to stop? Oh yeah, we haven't guns. talked about that on the podcast. And Dead Eye Jojo over here. Oh yeah, jo- yeah, me and Jojo had a shooting and competition. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh my goodness, so many people. Calm down, Josie. Yes. Please tell the listeners about your first experience shooting a BB gun. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, Where'd you get the BB gun? For Christmas from my daddy. And, um... Talking to the mic. Quit hitting the mic. So, I... My brother's been hunting for a couple of years now. And so, even though it was my first time shooting a gun... Back up off the mic a little bit. She shooting a BB gun. Well, my second time, because I used my sister's once. Um, I got higher than my brother. <laughs> you shot better than me. You didn't yes. get higher than me. Well, oh she scored higher. Remember, yeah, we but she scored just, it up. She just said higher. Yeah. I scored twenty four. He got he got twenty two. There you go. <laughs> yep. Annie Oakley with your Botakis. Only by one. Only by one point. Two points. That's enough. <laughs> she still won. Yeah. If I had made one more shot, I would have booped your butt. Bleh. Bleh. Nope. Bleh. Bleh. Oh, my goodness. So, Josie, did you enjoy shooting BB guns? Yes. Do you want to do it more? Yes. Do you want to do it for 4-H when you get old enough? Yes. Good. <laughs> Marion, 
We need to work on getting you more comfortable with BB guns. <laughs> well, she just hadn't done it enough. And the outdoors in general. That's true. I like being outside sometimes. Except when there's bees. And without you, Tristan. You're evil. Why? You quit worrying about him. He ain't no protection anyways. I can I can be full of protection. I can throw yeah, myself I'd try, on top I'd of I'd trust things. Josie to protect you from a wild bear dog the only, before Tristan. The only good thing I'm good for is throwing it Jojo at the thing. Well, and, well, Tristan is actually good bear protection because of the old adage. I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun Tristan. And... I'm pretty. I'll, I'll, it'll take a long time for yeah. it to eat me. I think everybody in this room can outrun Tristan, uh, but you know, if Mama's, I can outrun both of them. If no, you can't. Yeah, I can. Tristan, I've seen you run. I can outrun both of them when we. No, get you can't. I will outrun them. You I cannot have a outrun. A lot of trouble believing you can outrun Josie. I, can I do outrun not. Jojo. No, you can't. <laughs> we'll test it sometime and talk about. <laughs> Stop it. We'll test it sometime and talk about it on the podcast. All right. Anything y'all want to add? You, you want to talk about piano class or ballet class? Yes. Tell me a little bit quickly about ballet class. Uh, it's super fun, and that's all. Yeah. All right, perfect. Tristan, really nice. excited about putting in a tag for Colorado? Always. Good man. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, who wants to do the social can I, can media I, can stuff? I, can, I, can, I, can I do it? Uh, me, 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 me. Hold on, Tristan hadn't done it. <laughs> so you can see us at uh oh okay cool uh, wildernesslaw.us uh the um saying, uh. you can also see us at lane law at wildernesslaw.us. No, don't do the email. Do Don't forget that last part. I'll cut it out. Uh, you Instagram is at Wilderness Law underscore law, um, and Instagram is at Wilderness underscore law. Yeah. There you go. All right, and to, hopefully tomorrow we do you we still have archery do stuff with Stitcher. Well, I mean, our podcast automatically loads to mm-hmm. uh, when I upload it to iTunes or to. Uh, the website, it automatically uploads to iTunes and Stitcher. So, what was I going to say? Oh, hopefully tomorrow we get your fly rod set up uh, before going to archery practice. We also need to get in the habit of archery practicing at home. Okay. Everybody good? Yep. Yep. All right. Yes. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Toodles. Bye.